0: Here we are, everybody. It's the ultimate Cleveland sports show—a Tuesday edition. Guys, the, how are you? We're
1: in the building, man. It's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's starting to look like a little like summer outside. It's hot. It's kind of hot. It's, it's hot going to eighty today. Eighty-five, I think. AC is going. Uh, AC is on off top off bat. I cannot be hot. I refuse to sweat
0: anywhere on my body. Oof. <laughs> I'm in a tricky spot because, I you know my wife is even before she got leukemia, she was always kind of cold. And now it's like she just finished her had her, her transplant. She's home. She's doing pretty well, but she's cold. Like we were using the heat as recently as a day or two ago. Oh wow! Um, So like I'm dying, but what am I gonna do? My wife has a you know like she gets the priority right now. So I'm gonna sweat my ass off. There you go. So it's only air conditioning overnight for me. That's it.
1: Oh, oh, listen, these dudes is in trouble. (laughs) My my wife, I told her you better get you some blankets, dog get you some so uh, Even now, sleep in a coat. Cold. Yeah. Hey, listen, <laughs> sleep in a coat, You better put that North face on. <laughs> yeah.
0: I hope everybody had a great holiday weekend and hope everybody remembered at least for some of the time that it's this all the partying and drinking and eating uh, was about was a purpose. The reason most people had off yesterday, not everybody but was because of Memorial Day and what that means often we just celebrate the day and and party and don't think about what it really means which we all should. Did you guys have a good weekend? I had a
2: great weekend. We had uh, won our first Little League game Friday night, had the team over Sunday on the trampoline in the hot tub playing basketball. Kids were going crazy, had all the parents over, had in-laws over and my mom over yesterday, cooked out again. We had a fantastic weekend. Nobody got injured on the trampoline? Nobody. I made my son, AJ, broke his wrist, and he's just coming out of the cast. Did he break it on the trampoline? No, he broke it in gym class. And I told him, if you're on the trampoline, dude, you got to put the cast back on. Got to yeah. he, he plays tonight. He missed Friday's game. His season debut is tonight, and the kid is climbing the walls. Yeah, nice. Soft tossing yeah. with him yesterday. He's an animal. Is he pitching tonight? No. He he has Not no ready. idea where the ball's going. Oh, okay. <laughs> I understand that. i <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll finished moving into the house. All 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 moved in. Um man, listen. Thank the good Lord above. Um he he let me he provided me limited amounts of energy. Um, to move the rest of my things in, into this, into this home. And um, I feel like I played a football game. I feel like uh, I tackle people. I took at least three and a half years off my life just by moving. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Just by it lifting a couch. That's it. it. just fingers <laughs> it really hurt. Does. It's just, it's not.
0: It's a good horrible. Look. Moving yeah, is awful. The worst. Uh, that's why I don't do it. L- last time I moved, I paid somebody to do it for me. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I've are. had enough of this. Yep. I've moved myself 32 times. I'm done. Uh, by the way, I was planning to use my grill and, and cook out yesterday, but as I, we go to turn it on, I realized I have no, the gas is gone. No
2: <laughs> propane. Yeah. And what I wasn't going to go do? to the
0: store. I don't even know if the stores were, I, they probably were, whatever, but I was like, all right, I'm plan B. I'm cooking everything inside the house. So this is crazy. So I'm cooking chicken thighs in the oven. And then on top of the stove top, I had corn burgers, and hot dogs. I basically did this. I'm making a baked potato for myself, some other side dishes. I did it all myself, which, and I don't cook, ever. Oh, wow. Okay. But it all came out perfect, somehow. Oh, well, <laughs> listen,
1: listen. Your your, your 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 wife gave you something. She just, she lent you something. And she was like, let me give you a little something, yeah. boo, you might need this. Because
0: uh, I don't know if you could replicate that. No, that was a woman done type of thing. <laughs> you got you to go charcoal on a holiday. You got to go charcoal. I don't have, I I the grill they're I have
1: cheap. Is char- charcoal, mean, grills are, yeah. charcoal grills are one. Yeah, charcoal grills are cheap. you a George Foreman. Yeah, they're like $4. Oh, don't, don't get no, out here with that George, George Foreman, Foreman crap. Eww. I had
2: one of those in college about killed myself. Oh,
1: yeah. listen, in dorm rooms, by the way. Inside, whole, like how was we doing that? Well, we were in a house and apparently,
2: I didn't know at the time you're not supposed to eat pink chicken. If it's oh, pink and wet, it's oh, not you done. Know that? No, that's, and I was like, yeah, "That's good enough." And sure. I about killed myself with salmonella Oh yeah,
1: Let's see, listen, listen. By the way, man, your chicken. Listen, it, it, people be that it, Can you imagine the links people go through? Men on the grill. Y'all be doing all these gymnastics. See what I got? This, this, this marinated glaze right here. This glaze. I glazed the chicken overnight for four hours it, it, overnight and then when i take it out i bury it for six hours i bury yeah. it in the pit when i take it out the pit i put some clothes on it i put some shoes and makeup on the outside of the package then i grill it and it's the best chicken you ever had your grandmother That's couldn't
0: be, you'd be like i didn't do any of the extra stuff but i did soak my the chicken thighs in soy ve, anybody use soy vey? no <laughs>
1: no <laughs> never heard of it
2: that
0: sounds like it a sounds pl- gross but it's actually really good it's like a uh, China, it's like a Chinese um, barbecue sauce, I guess, kind of. It, so, uh, it, it sounds like a, garlic in it.
1: It sounds like a really perfume good. Elizabeth Taylor had. Maybe White diamonds and now soy yeah.
0: by Elizabeth Taylor. By the way, Mikey, you were away for the weekend.
3: Yeah, I went home to uh, Jersey to surprise my mom. It was her birthday on Saturday, so oh, nice. she had no idea I was coming home. And the plan was originally... I was leaving Cleveland. I had a seven p.m. flight. I get in about eight thirty. Get back to Jersey about nine thirty. Surprise mm. her. We have a great weekend. Yada yada. Well, my flight didn't leave Cleveland until twelve thirty. Delays oh, on delays on delays. There so was no weather even. What, what The flight, the plane that was taking us from Cleveland to New delayed. Jersey was in Nashville. Had technical issues. They had to test fly to Raleigh. Uh, and be, whole issue. So I get, noise. I get back to Jersey That's at three a.m. Wow. So obviously my my parents are asleep. So I you know go to sleep. Surprise her in the morning except apparently when no one, none of the kids are home, they never close any of the bedroom doors. So oh. my mom at like 6.30 on Saturday notices a bedroom door is closed and opens it, <laughs> and I'm like under the covers, and she's like, who the hell is in my oh house my right God. now? What's going on? So she goes and gets my dad, and I, I'm sleeping through all this, and yeah. she's like, I almost got the baseball bat to beat the crap out of whoever this was. I almost called the cops, and my dad knew I was coming, so my dad's like... Linda, that's that's Mike. Like she's like, Oh Mike and then I woke up and I got like an hour of sleep. But it was awesome. She was totally surprised. I'm lucky she didn't uh, beat Bro. the crap out of me with a baseball bat right? and called the cops. But... would
0: you take an Uber from the airport? Yeah, three in the morning.
1: How sad of a story would that have been if they like like opened fire right? <laughs> and like just shot murdered him in him. his own bed. Like, they shot yeah. like we just killed our own son, yeah. this is or crazy. smashed
0: him to death with a bat.
1: <laughs> let somebody know something, dog. Let let a knew. man know. No, my, like my dad knew,
3: my dad knew, but my mom had woken up before it. It
0: could have been worse, Mike. When he, when he first said they don't close doors, I thought. Oh, I thought he was I, in oh, in Yeah, yeah I was about off to off of say it. like, oh
1: man, this, like, like, oh, no, this is this is turning this is turning morbid. Like yeah. they, the business was going down.
3: No, I work. was just asleep under the blankets, <laughs> yeah. and she thought a random person had broken into the home and started taking stuff. Oh my God!
0: Would <laughs> you? It's funny if they called the police, and you woke up, and the police were there. Michael, oh Michael ah, It was want a great weekend.
3: Yeah. it was awesome to see uh, my mom, my dad, some friends nice. I haven't seen in a while. Did you and Get my, some good pizza. I ha- I've, I've said in the last week, I have fallen back in love with pizza. Between Il Rion on Tuesday yeah. and four different New Jersey pizzerias. You went to four different pizzerias. So we had pizza at that's the impressive. barbecue on Saturday. Then yeah. we had pizza for lunch on Friday. We had leftover pizza that someone else had on fr- on Sunday night, and then I had pizza before I left on Monday. Jeez. So That's good Pizza work, and right? bagels. That's, that's what you got to do when yeah, you're there that's for true. 72 that's, hours. That's a good
0: job. By the way, thanks to everybody that showed up at the uh, Lemonade Stand on uh, Saturday. Uh, I was there for about an hour and a half. Uh, Anthony showed up with his friend and his mom. So It was nice to meet them. And they – between the, that, a bunch of other lemonade stands that were open in Rocky River where people were raising money, and the GoFundMe page, they've raised over $57,000 uh, going to help Spencer. Wow. That's awesome. Medical bills and stuff like that. I, I had a chance to talk with Spencer's dad on Saturday. Really nice guy. I apparently had met him once before because he had been an assistant coach on one of the Little League teams last year. Really nice. And, you know, uh, he and I talked. And uh, anyway, the family is very appreciative for everything that everybody did uh, to to contribute. So thank you all. Mikey.
3: Awesome. I'm glad everyone had a great Memorial Day weekend. We're glad everyone's back in one piece safe and not beat up with a baseball bat. So let's get into some football topics that we have not addressed since we left on Friday. And our first topic today is brought to us by our good friends at Lorraine County Community College. Your class is your future. Register now for summer and fall classes. You can learn more at lorraineccc.edu. And, guys, DeAndre Hopkins is no longer a potential trade target for the Cleveland Browns. He is a free agent and free to sign with any team in the league if he would want. By the way,
0: as of last night, I read something, and when you brought this up before, it didn't strike me. And then, as you're saying it now, it just struck a chord, so we maybe need to double-check this. I believe that as of last night, technically, he had not officially been cut yet. Now, he is expected to be cut. I know the word was that he was definitely cut, but I read something last night. And I can't even remember where I read it, and I forgot about it until just now. That said, technically he hasn't been cut yet officially. Although I think we should go under the the premise that that he will be officially. Um,
3: so according to <clears throat> PFF,
0: yeah, or Pro Football Talk, excuse me, yeah.
3: He has not technically been released yet because the league does not post transactions over Memorial Day weekend. So, he's expected to be finalized today.
0: Right. That's what he's expected. So with
3: that knowledge. It's possible he could still be traded today,
0: but unlikely. So, he's expected to be released officially today. Guys, for me, this is a no-brainer. Uh, if you're the Browns, obviously, you go after DeAndre Hopkins. The Browns, more than almost any team... This season is more critical to the to the Browns than I would argue almost any team, if not any team in football. The coach's job is on the line, the GM's job is on the line, everybody's job is on the line. If it doesn't work this year with Deshaun Watson, you know, I, I mean, I don't even know where you go from here because it's not like you can get rid of Watson. So everybody's going to get fired, and then you, you know, for all the optimism we have about Watson bouncing back easy to say it was just six games I think most of us think he's going to bounce back and play well if he stinks this season well nobody's going to think that the year after it doesn't mean it couldn't happen but nobody's going to think that so in my mind I want to have the best chance to win and even though the Browns wide receiving core is certainly improved at least on paper from where it was at the end of last year the Andre Hopkins even as he turns 31 next week uh, is still at this point better than any receiver the Browns have. I know some people may argue Amari Cooper, you know, and listen, he's missed some time. He was suspended. He's had injuries a little bit the last two years when he's on the field. Now that is a is a bad graphic by those guys. Bad job of you guys. You got to put the games there. DPJ played the whole season. We were going to explain that. Don't worry. Okay. We're going to explain that. I think Hopkins played nine games. He only
3: played nine games. That is
0: correct. So he was on pace for like another 1300 yard season last year. Okay, now is he a top five receiver that he once was certainly not is he still when he's on the field uh, at the very least top 15 top 20 absolutely to me it's a no brainer. Now, if I'm Hopkins, the Browns wouldn't be my first choice, but they'd be on the list and the Browns have to do whatever they can to try to get him.
1: Uh, I'm going to th- throw this, this question out to both of you. I was on um, I was on the way in. I was listening to the radio uh, local Um, radio and the premise is a lot of people are saying, okay, is this guy just the name is he just a name that we're going after and what are you? What are you willing to pay for? him? Are you willing to say, okay, if it's a one-year deal, I think everybody takes a one-year deal. Mm -hmm. But if DeAndre Hopkins wants a two-year deal at the age of 31, I think he turns 31 in June. Is that something you'd be willing to do?
0: I would because Listen, at worst case scenario, look, it, it is possible he goes over the cliff this year. It happens around 31, 32 for a lot of wide receivers. When he was on the field last year, he showed no signs of going over the cliff. None. By the way, he is, he is, the, he is the best. Like, he doesn't drop the ball. Even now, he never drops the ball. So, if I got him for two years, well, after this year, I can move on from Amari Cooper. I can move on from DPJ. There's going to be some openings there. I'm not signing DPJ. I'm uninterested in signing him to a long-term deal unless it's at a really cheap rate. I'm not paying him $10 million a year for four years. He's not worth it. So, uh, yes, I would sign him to a two-year. If that got it done, I'd give him a two-year deal. I think they're going to have to go
2: multiple years on him just for cap purposes. <clears throat> and I was talking to Zach Jackson about it on my drive-in this morning, our Browns yeah. rider. And, and I, I am a little bit concerned about the age of the of the receiving broom and adding another guy as you say who's going to be 31 next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amari I think is 29, 30 in that yeah. range. Yeah. Goodwin I think is going to be 32 next year. So it, that that is a little bit cause for concern. Now if DeAndre Hopkins picks up the phone and says I want to come to Cleveland, you figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think that there's other places that probably fit a little bit better for him. He he's going to want to get paid, guys. Like, you know, Look at Odell. Look what Odell got. He's going to say, "I'm worth at least 15, to 18." And, he, and he's
0: worth more than Odell. I mean, I don't but think that's what I'm saying. Him. Yeah.
2: Because like, I keep hearing this talk about a one-year make-good offer or something like that, or you know, that's not, it, not happening. What did Odell sign for again? Fifteen, 15 with an, with yeah, an I don't option see to go to he, 18.
0: I, that, now, doesn't he? What's the the does does the Arizona not owe him anything now that he's cut? They owe him something though, right? So you still get that money as opposed to Odell. Yeah, him. I was going to ask. Is, is he? You know, they
1: cut him and let him go. Is the, I think he's the, got some. Is guarantee that guaranteed money. money given to them by?
2: Yeah, they're cutting him now so that they just take the entire cap hit now rather than designate him post June one. Okay, they're they're going to be bad this year, so just eat it now. Yeah, right. So they're they're willing to just eat the
0: dead money now, but Hopkins is going to want to get paid. Absolutely, I I get it, and you probably have to honestly overpay him a little bit with the risk that he's old for a wide receiver. But in the end, to me, because he showed no signs of it last year. Um, he was still awesome. I mean, he had almost 800 yards in nine games. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: that for, you know, again, it it could turn out to be, but the Browns are in a position where they really have to push all their chips and they are they already have. They are pot committed. At this point, they're yeah. making
2: more chips. Yes, because Man. all of
0: their chips you are already in the middle of the table. You have to. I mean, look at that: 717 yards in nine games, uh, and I, I that th- was without Kyler Murray. By the way, he
3: played with Colt McCoy and a bunch of slap dicks. First time I ever used that on air. Thank you. We're <laughs> like trying to work that in, Bull. <laughs> way to it's go! It's my new favorite word I picked up for uh, you. Way to go! But that was not with Kyler Murray for the majority of those That's games.
1: That's true. I love the energy. I, I I'm, I'm in lockstep with you. Right now, if you know, I listened to it all last week, and, and they talked about it a little bit. They say, look hey, this guy is, you know, maybe going to be available. You look at Kansas City, you look at the bills. He may choose those other teams because yeah. obviously he might get the ball a lot more uh, when you are just behind digs, right? He may even be the number one target in Kansas City. So
0: yeah, see to me, I would I would disagree. I would argue that in Kansas City at this point in his career. He's the second best pass catcher in Buffalo. At this point in his career. He's the second best pass catcher in Cleveland even though we have more depth of pass catchers than those teams, he'd be the best guy. In my opinion, he's better than Amari Cooper. You think so? I absolutely think so. he's better than certainly David Njoku and the rest of the receivers. That's, I mean, listen, you feel free to disagree but I think he's definitely better than Amari Cooper.
1: Amari Cooper had a good year last, but you said, you said he it.
0: did it in nine games. Amari Cooper had, what, three, 400 more yards? We're going to pull up the receiving yeah. leaders from last year. In yeah. nine
3: games, you could take it full, Steve. He would have been second on the Browns in receiving yards. And once again, the DPJ comparison, as Bull pointed out, DPJ played 16 or 17 games. I don't remember if he missed one. Hopkins played nine.
1: Let, so. I'm not going listen, I'm not going to bury the lead on this. Hey, what sounds really great is having Amari Cooper Andy, 100 like Hopkins on this roster. I don't care who you think is better. You got him. You got him. Right. We, hey, we'll figure that out when we throw in the football. To too
0: many guys is not a problem. Not Marquise here. Goodwin. Bye. Uh, or, see ya. Or, or, Anthony Schwartz.
3: Bye. Well, he's see ya. Gone. Wait. Hold he's on. Schwartz. Did you guys see what happened to Schwartz this weekend? Yes. About this? No. Anthony the tag board right now. I actually feel kind of bad, but we have I to talk this. about this. I didn't see it. Uh, do you have the original tweet? Anthony, killing me. So somebody oh, made a me. somebody made a fake quote. From DeAndre Hopkins and tweeted it saying, "Anthony Schwartz is someone I would love to play with in Cleveland." <laughs> and Anthony Schwartz quote tweeted and was like, "Yes, <laughs> oh, sir." No! We'll show you the tweets. And I, I honestly oh, feel bad. He got roasted oh, and pulled over the calls. Anthony, give me the first tweet when you bad. get it up. Oh, oh my up God, poor
1: Anthony Schwartz. Yeah, it's, Why y'all do that to that? Man? Oh my it's God. You know he that it's kid tough. got a pure heart. That kid is like, it's dude. He just that. So this it?
3: is this is what he. Quote tweeted. Anthony's pulling up the original tweet right now. He really did quote tweet this, and I, I hate to make fun of Schwartz here, but like it was obviously the fakest tweet of all time. Every comment was so fake. And just hold this, Steve. Anthony's gonna give us the real one in one sec. He's pulling it in as we speak. It was the most clearly, Uh, obviously fake tweet of all time. Here it is. That's one guy I've always wanted to team up. Look at the
0: font. (laughs) Look at that font. (laughs) 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 J. C. What on earth is that? I
2: oh. saw that last night and was God. like, wait a minute, what? No, no, oh. he couldn't have. No. Look how
0: small, oh look how small that little quote. That's terrible. <laughs> As if they're buddies. <laughs> I felt so bad, but we had to mention it. Hey. I mean, had think, to mention think it. about your, now, if you sign, if you, now again, I agree with, with, with you, Jason. I if Even though I'd be the number one guy, in my opinion, I don't know if you guys agree, but I if I'm him, my first choice is Kansas City. My second choice is Buffalo. The Bengals are not going to be interested, right? Um, and then the Browns would be as good a choice as anybody else. I have a couple of people mentioned the Giants, where he'd be the number one guy, but and the NFC got a better chance of going to the playoff, you know, Super Bowl. But I don't know if I'm hopping. Dallas we'll Cowboys, play. yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, but I think the Browns. Now the question is. What's the relationship like between Watson and Hopkins? Like, if they're really close, and I've been, then maybe that gives the Browns a better chance. I don't know.
1: And I've been trying to dig around. Like, hey, man, I don't, like, I've been asking some people, like, hey, what's, what's this Sean Watson's feeling on DeAndre Hopkins? It's like, you said it, Jason. If he wanted it to get done, it would get done. If he, Well, yeah. I mean, it, Hopkins holds all the cards
2: here. Yes. Like he's yeah. in control of, of this whole thing. I have a hard time believing that he would choose Cleveland over all the other options, just for a variety of reasons. Yeah, I don't think yeah. the, I think other teams could probably pay him a little bit more. The Browns, well, I know, can, the, Kansas City
0: the, and Buffalo don't have a lot of cap space. No, either. I
2: know, but I, I, just better opportunities, better quarterbacks better chance to win. I mean, let's just be realistic. Yeah. If I'm yeah. him, I would yeah. want to go to Kansas City right. or Buffalo. And, and those are my top maybe, two choices. Maybe the Chargers would be on that list too with Justin Herbert. And I think he said something about he would be open to reuniting with yeah. Deshaun yeah. Watson. That's not a very strong no. endorsement no. of, you know, what do you want him to say? No. Like, yeah. screw yeah. that guy. I'm never playing with him. Like, that. that's just right. a very loop warm.
0: You think Hopkins better than Cooper? Or you think Cooper's better than Hopkins?
1: Uh, I think probably Hopkins is probably better. I'd probably agree with that. Yeah. His upside is his upside is better. Like you got to think about it. If you get DeAndre Hopkins and Amari Cooper, then it just changes the way you think about it. Now you get to find out exactly what Deshaun Watson is. You're going to find out because look, you I can't. Mean, there's no excuses. I mean, there's
0: already no excuses. There's that's already thinking, none. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's just now. You Now it's like, dude, you, you got the best receiving core that the Browns have ever had but like, do you see, now th- it feels like we're going down the Odell Landry rabbit uh, but Bob was going to ask I was going to ask that do you think that Jarvis and Odell compared to what they would have in this receiving court if they were able to land DeAndre Hopkins
2: I think this would be better, comparable
0: even though even those guys these guys are older I think it's better it
2: just feels like we'd never learn our lessons and go get every big name guy and throw him on the team and, like, it's just, like, Jarvis and Odell didn't work. It, and, listen, I don't want – these are two completely different receivers. Yeah. But just the idea of go get a big name and throw him on the field and he's going to
0: have 1,500 yards. No, I don't think he's going to really. have 1,500 yards. But I think he could have 1,100, 1,200 yards. I do Probably. too. Um, and, yeah, I agree. You don't always want to go after the big, sexy name. People who brought the same thing up with Zeke Elliott. I don't think he makes any sense for the Browns. No, none. But I think this guy fits. And – you know, right now your number two receivers either Elijah Moore or DPJ. Like, I don't Hops know that those upgrade. guys are definitely number two wide receivers.
2: Hop's an upgrade over those You know, guys. now all
0: of a sudden those guys are three and four. And then, you know, David Bell and and uh, what's his name? Uh, Schwartz. No, Wilk. Uh, Marquise Goodwin. No, the kid they drafted this year. What's his name? Tillman? Cedric Tillman. Uh, Cedric Tillman. Tillman. Those guys sit and watch basically for a yeah. year. If it's
1: the playoffs, McNuggets, yeah. and, or you're you fighting for the title in AFC North, would you rather have DeAndre Hopkins on a third down and yeah. seven or Donovan
0: I mean, Think about it in the end zone. I'm gonna take DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I'm get to take the that. ball. Yeah. Go ahead, Mikey.
3: I got one comment I want to throw out, and then a question for you guys on the Hopkins-Watson relationship. Do yeah. you remember the interview Watson did with Quincy Carrier a couple, maybe two mm. months ago? Mm-hmm. The first time Watson really spoke, and he said he was gonna be in Arizona with Hopkins, and we never heard any follow up on on those discussions. What happened? Yeah. But then Hopkins was on a podcast, the I Am Athlete podcast, and he named the five quarterbacks he would like to play with. And Watson wasn't one of those yeah, five. Yeah, that was
0: interesting. Who were the five? I didn't even see that.
3: I'll pull it up again. We had it. Uh, it was Mahomes. Give me one sec. It, was it was Mahomes, Allen's. Allen. I'll find the list. But my question to you but while I'm looking for the list. Yeah. Does DeAndre Hopkins strike you as a guy who at this point of his career is in the hunt for a,
0: a Super Bowl ring or in the hunt for the bag? I mean, I would think he – I mean, he could have stayed in Arizona, right? If he just cared about the money.
1: Well, they released. That him. wasn't an
0: option. Well, did did they release him because he wanted to go, or did they release him because they didn't want to pay? Him? I
2: think he was probably frustrated with the situation he was in. Yeah. And, and the, I mean, it's just not right. a good. It's not a well-run organization.
0: You know. Without a very good quarterback. I'm never going to be critical of a guy trying to make all the money they can. Never. However, if I were DeAndre Hopkins, I think I don't know. I'm not an, a superior athlete who's made all that money. But I would think if I were the De- De- DeAndre Hopkins, who's made over $100 million, well, he, over. well over, he's probably, and his family is probably set for life. And I'm not saying the Browns should be the choice, but just in theory, I'd rather get $10 million to play in a place I think I could win mm-hmm. than $18 million in a place I couldn't. For okay. me, at this point, if this was the first contract he's ever signing, I get it but he's made so much money in the grand scheme of things. Is it ma- going to matter that $8 million? Is that going to change his life at all? Probably not again, it's not my money and I won't kill him for doing it. I'm just saying what I think I would do if I were in. His well,
1: situation. well, let's take a look at what, what, are, what are the quarterbacks he listed?
3: I got the list. So yeah. in order, yeah. and this was from May 22nd, he was on the I am athlete podcast with Brandon Marshall and a couple of the guys that do that, it's actually a pretty interesting podcast.
4: Yeah. Okay, uh, the,
3: they asked who the five quarterbacks he wants to catch passes from next year in order. Mm-hmm. Number 1 Josh Allen, Allen Over Mahomes. Wow. Number 2 That's Jalen Hurts, number 3 Pat Mahomes, number 4 Lamar Jackson, and number 5 Justin Herbert.
1: Wow, no Burrow on there. Well, he probably knew obviously he's not going to get there. Yeah, Like he's naming he's naming people. Those are
3: to, all teams that could need it that could be interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah. None interesting
0: of the, none list, of the five he is Allen Over Mahomes. All
1: right. And, and, and well, and here's the thing too. Yeah. If you look at it, they didn't pay Tyreek Hill Tyreek Tyree Hill was very good. He was expendable.
0: Right, but that was going to be a long-term deal.
1: So, if he's saying, if i got to look at it, like, yeah. from an organizational standpoint, who is going to give me the most catches, who's going to have a good quarterback, and who is that have the ability to give me a, a deal? Yeah. I mean, if bag. it's about
0: winning, then the Chiefs are the choice.
1: Then the Chiefs are the choice. They're,
0: the, they're already the favorites to win the Super Bowl again this year. But if he wants touches and a little bit
1: more money, I would go with the Bills, right? They look like they need – they're telling him, hey, you're the piece that's going to put us over over the top and get us yeah. to a place where we could compete with the Bengals and the Chiefs. That's yeah. what we want to get to.
0: It'll be interesting. I, I'm personally hoping he does not end up on either of the Bills. <laughs> yes. No, what are you talking I'd like about? i like him to end up on the Browns or in the NFC. That's no,
1: where yeah. i like him to be. Yeah, because like, the, the worst case scenario is he signs with the Ravens. You see him twice a year.
0: I think that's unlikely. They've no. already
2: they've invested big money already. Yeah, in Odell. Yeah. I mean, what kind of salary cap? They're they they spent
0: 30 million on two, you know, old receivers. Well, you're well, well, asking the, the, Browns the Browns to do it. Do that. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what we're asking them. You do, At right? least to do Amari Cooper. The difference is Amari Cooper's been healthy is pretty much his whole career. Yes. yes. Whereas Odell has a long hit. I mean, Hopkins has been relatively healthy, but obviously Odell's I, th- I still think it's insane that they paid him fifty million million yeah. insane, but whatever. I agree.
3: All right, Mikey, what do we got? Last last thing on Hopkins. Yeah. Do you think he gets more than Odell? When it's all said and done, whether he's worth more or relevant, do you think he gets more
0: than Odell? No.
1: I don't think he is more I, than
2: Odell. I actually
0: don't think he will, even F- though he
1: should. Fifteen million with a chance to
2: get eighteen? Three million of Odell's incentives. I think they could probably structure Hopkins to make it look like he's getting more. Yeah. When maybe he won't he might pick get the... more
0: total like if he signs a two year deal, but per year I bet he doesn't get more. Even though he should. Depends where it goes. Yeah.
2: It goes back to the conversation about winning versus finance and which do you, which you value more. That's right. But, I, I mean, you can put incentives in there. You can make a contract look like anything you want it to. It doesn't mean That's he's going to earn all the money. But just for headlines sake and for him to be able to say, I signed right. for X amount.
0: They could right. It could be $4 million guaranteed. Right. million, $12 million in, in you know, mostly makeable incentives. It's yeah. a good point. All right, let's switch it up, Mike. Awesome. We We are going to our next topic, and this
3: one I think is going to be really fun and interesting. I hope it works how I plan it uh, in my head, how I foresee it working. Me and Earl had a great conversation back and forth on it this morning, and it's a positional draft for the Cleveland Browns, and we're going to draft what we think are the best positional units on this team, and I'll tell you guys the categories, the potential picks in a sec, but we let the YouTube chat pick the draft order today because we want them to be part of this as well, and we put up a poll. Yeah. And to no one's surprise, the first pick has been That's awarded G to G. Bush with 60% of the vote. 60% of the wow. chat. Over 500 votes wanted so, G. Bush to have the first I am, pick. I'm
0: so shocked. The first I'm so pick. shocked that you guys... You are the most loved man on the th- show. Thank you so much for your, your kindness. So wishes. who gets the second pick? I will tell you after I tell you who brought
3: us the poll results, oh. and that is PCC. Got to add a little drama to this. Are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? Well... PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus you can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. With the second pick in the Browns positional group draft, it has been awarded to Bum Bum Bum.
1: Jason Lloyd. With 24% oh, of the Jason Lloyd! Listen, you You've are passed, my you friend. are likable. I, I am the most
0: hated man. You thought you held that title? Actually, because <laughs> no, I wanted the third no, no, pick. No, no, Screw no, 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 no. no, no. Taking that title from <laughs> you?
1: No, listen. The reason they did this is because Adam the bull, They're they're giving him an opportunity to show his prowess. Mm. The last time we did these, I think I got the number one pick and came up with the worst roster. <laughs> and they gave it to bull in a landslide. Mm, So he does get the you're going to get the third pick as well as the fourth. pick. That's true. Yeah. All right. So let's do this. So
3: bull gets third for everybody out there listening. Here's how it's going to work. And here are the categories that these guys are allowed to choose from snake draft. There's nine categories. Each person will get three positional groups position rooms. However, you want to categorize it at the end. We'll vote on who put together the best team. I think
0: a, a snake draft is unfair with three rounds. Because I get to pick last in the first round, and then I'm screwed with the last pick. There should yeah, be a you third. get the third and the fourth. There back should be a third-round reversal on this one. All right, go ahead. I'll, I'll do it. So, the, the nine categories,
3: <laughs> the nine options. Yeah, we know that. Yeah. You have the quarterback room, the running back room, the pass Backers. catcher room. That is receivers and tight ends combined into one. Yeah. Offensive line. Defensive ends, defensive tackles, linebackers, DBs, and then you have the coaches' room. So one more time for everybody out there. You have the QB room, the running back room, (coughs) the pass catcher room, which is receivers and tight ends combined. O-line, D-end, D-tackle, linebacker, DB, and coaches. So Mm -hmm. nine different positions to choose from. You each will get three. And after each pick, tell me why you picked them. Mm -hmm. So, G, with that, you are officially on the clock Uh, in our first ever Browns position group draft. And before you go, I want to say one more thing. This is the best—not projecting. This is what you think is the best, strongest part of the team. So, G. By the way,
0: I think we should add special teams, and we only pick nine. Then one gets left on the table. He's just trying to get out of linebackers. The backers—that is the obvious nine. <laughs> Come on, let's let's do
3: let's do that. I shouldn't get fine. St- you know what? But <laughs> yeah, go You get who's your returner? Who are we going to consider the returner? Whatever, just the special teams unit. Above the entrees and the coaches, coaches' office. But that's fine. So you get just the special, the specialist. You get the kicker, the putter. Fine. You're, you get the you specialist. Go, okay. man, you you know. get Charlie Hewley, the, the long. You're snapper. gonna let him
2: wiggle out of linebackers? No, that's fine. <laughs> that, that's fine. I know yeah. what he's trying to do. I yeah. get it. You're not fooling
0: anybody. Let's go. I should be stuck with linebackers because I picked last. Oh, there should at least be a choice. Okay. Shout out. Come on. Let's go. G, you up first. I mean, schoolyard picks, you get
2: stuck with the worst kid. That's the way it goes. Easy
1: money, man. I'm, I'm running to the bank. I'm going with D line, or defensive end. I like Zed. I got, I got Miles Garrett. I got Zaire Smith. I got young OG, aka Oboe, out there. Listen, I got some young guys. Isaiah Thomas. I like. I like the McGuire pick. I got a, you know, I'm saying some dudes out there that can move around. Alex Wright. So I, I got a lot of pieces and parts that I could really work with, especially on this pass rush and I got arguably the best pass rusher in the game in miles Garrett. So I'm looking at top top in with those two Zadarius Smith as well as miles Garrett. you looking at uh, uh, one of the most formidable couples and pairings the defensive ends in the league. I will put that down stamp it. Number one going is the wow, defensive that's man a move.
3: Is that who you guys would have taken one? Yes or no?
1: No. I was between.
2: Well, I'm, I'll give my pick away. I was I, I was in consideration for that. Yeah, that was between one of two.
0: All right. Now, yeah. by the way, this is not just what they've done, but what we project they will do going yes. forward. Okay. No, it's I what we think is the best.
2: Yeah, it's like what's the best. Yeah, right. it's the
0: best. Right. But, uh, but what you but, think mm, is the best mm, will include what you expect year. I suppose. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. You're two. Jason with oh, the no. second pick.
2: I, I, if Nick Chubbs there, I have to take Nick Chubb. I have to take the running backs Ah, and you know, you can say what you want about devaluing the running back position, but we're not trying to build a team necessarily. We're looking at just the best positional group and Nick Chubb to me is the top three running back in the league. I think he could be in Canton one day. It's a no brainer slam dunk for me. It was between defensive end and running backs. Uh, And so I will, if miles Garrett isn't there, I will gladly welcome Nick Chubb to team goose.
1: I, I like Jeez. the pick. I, li- I like, I uh, like, I like the fact that uh, Nick Chubb. I was gonna go with that too. I was, he, it was a consideration because if I know there's, there's not too much behind him in Jerome Ford, but when you got Nick Chubb, i you just take the best. I actually about like. Him. I think Ford will be all right.
0: I do too. I, I, think, like Ford. I think Jerome Ford probably could be your starter next year. I like what's, Ford. What's interesting about this exercise? And let me talk to the fans at home.
2: Know, <laughs> which,
0: which camera can I look at this one?
2: You don't look at any of the cameras. You look at
0: the screen. Ah, sell I know it. that. Sell I sell normally it. do, but right now I'm looking at the camera. Settle it. Hi, everybody. Let me tell you that I want to thank you for voting me to pick third. You've done right by me. Because not only at three, because of these two knuckleheads, did I end up with the best unit on the Browns, I also still have the second best unit on the Browns available. I, I, I could argue I have the top three still available. Where should I turn? I don't know. Let's start with the offensive line. The best unit On the Cleveland Browns. Joel Betonio is going to the Hall of Fame. He is the most accomplished player on the Cleveland Browns. As great as Miles Garrett is, as great as Nick Chubb is, Joel Betonio's done it longer. He has played at the super elite level his entire career. Okay? That's number one. Their center, Ethan Pochich, was a Pro Bowler last year. I think he was. I'm not 100% sure. But he graded high. On PFF, he was fantastic. Wyatt Teller was a little banged up, but coming off an all-pro season the year before. Same thing with Jack Conklin. A little banged up. All right, Jed's not fantastic at left tackle, but he's good enough. Overall, the key on an offensive line is not having any huge weak spots. On the defensive end, I don't know. Oboe's still a question mark. He hasn't done that much. There's some depth issues there. Running back, yeah, Nick Chubb's great, but he's not good at catching the ball. Offensive line... I got no weak spots. I'm ready to go. When did Jedric Wills like to (laughs) have a word with you? Jedric Wills is perfectly solid perfectly solid when, at left when, tackle. He's a when, starting caliber he, player. You, Jack
1: Conklin is 174
0: <laughs> with the okay. knees of a
1: 206-year-old. We know it all starts this, and ends with the offensive line. This man bull stole his wife's credit card and upgraded Jack Conklin <laughs> and, and Jedrick Wills and Madden. Stop using them, them virtual coins. You lose. right at the camera people. <laughs> they are fantastic. He both gave him another shield and a spat and a back flap and all of a sudden he's an 89
0: overall. 89 overall. Damn <laughs> right <laughs> and we're projecting ahead you see Deshaun Watson the last time he played a full season was the best quarterback in football yes he was he had the highest PFF grade we've ever seen I believe taking Watson. and certainly was number one the quarterback room you can't win how can you vote nobody wins in this NFL without a quarterback and I've got a guy who has been the best quarterback in the league he wasn't last year I grant you that but last year is last year He was rusty. He hadn't played in a while. This year, he's going to be fantastic. He is going to throw a ton of touchdowns. G. Bush has told you a million times he's throwing for five thousand yards. So I don't know how G. Bush can argue against it. Quarterback, offensive line, you're all set. Man, by the way, Bull has that
1: voice uh, of of the Jehovah's Witness knocking on your door on Mm. Saturdays. Like they real, hey, they're so nice. They'll tell you. they'll, They'll be like, listen. Hey, I love you guys out here. Oh, yeah. what are you doing? Where are you going to? Where are you worshiping? At? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And, and bulls like, ah, I'm Jewish. I don't know. We're not doing honor. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you thought you
0: got that off. That I was a good, all. that was a good try. I got, it. I all. like Watson. I like Watson at it four. it's the way, okay. But the woman on the phone. I was talking to today. She was flirting with me on the phone because she liked the sexy voice. I was talking to a woman from, uh, the health ins- uh, health insurance company. It's okay that you flirt with me. I'm a married man. I'm not going to do anything about it, but I appreciate the flirting.
1: Who's on the, who's, who's on the phone? It's Bull from
0: the UCSS. <laughs> what? All right, Jason, now that you're uh, in dire straits here for the number Before five.
3: Before Jason goes, any objections with both two picks?
1: Uh, I'm not. I, you know, the Watson pick is, is, a, is a projection. It's a little of- bit of a reach. A little bit of a reach. It's, now, I thought he—I I thought the O line was a reach. I think th- there's there's somebody sitting on the board that's wait, ripe for the picking for Jason.
0: A five is an easy
2: choice. There's well, only one option, really. I think. Well, yeah. now y'all putting the pressure on me when you start talking like that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, for me, it's it's defensive backs mm-hmm. because Martin mm-hmm. Emerson, I think, is going to be a stud. I know he only had one year, and we can fall into the rookie trap. I think he's the real deal. He's got a massive frame, long arms, uh, can be just a terrific lockdown corner. They already have one on the other side in Denzel. He's going to miss four games. We know that, but in the 12, 13 that he's out there, he is elite. And when you add Greg Newsom in the slot to that, when you add Delpit behind him in in the, it's safety. I, I think that the secondary with the defensive line that they have playing in front of them could be really, really, really good. And just, just based on Emerson and Denzel alone, give me the defensive
0: backs. Hey, everybody was saying great things about Greg Newsom after his rookie year. He shit the bed year too. <laughs> we'll see if Emerson does the same thing. I don't know. The, hey, we the so safety's unproven and uh, Jason's talking your, about locked on. Your, we know G. Bush. Your is quarterback a couldn't locked complete. On. On. Come on now. <laughs>
2: your quarterback couldn't complete a pass over four yards last we saw him. Just hey, saying.
0: Greg he was rusty. Saying. Now Greg Newsom, he we wait. Wa- we waiting it's on them. Right. We waiting on them picks, Jason. Jason, Go. we waiting on that production. Greg Greg Newsom hasn't had a pick since uh, middle school. <laughs> It's all right. He's playing slots job.
3: You have two in a row, but give us your first. We'll talk about it. Then give us our second. So oh. last pick in the second round. Who you take?
1: Listen, this is very easy. So what you didn't know. Yeah, I know. What is it that I put a monster trap card face down and because I was able to do that, I was able to take a, a, one of my monsters from the graveyard. Bring them back because Jason didn't understand that I got to attack his health and life points directly. Now I bring the dark magician out. I play my 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 move wing dragon of Ra. No, actually, I'm going to actually just go ahead with my Yu-Gi-Oh scheme and I'm going to go take the wide receivers. Give me the wide receivers. Give me the pass catchers. Cool the pass catchers. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, thank you for adding additional life points That's to true, my I monsters uh, and, and I have a blue eyes white dragon ready to go. Now, listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what David and Joku top five pass catching tight end. No top five on, on projection Oh, projection Okay. projection. Now, I think he's going to be involved in the offense a lot more with this yeah. passing passing attack. You already had Amari Cooper. You get a whole year of Amari Cooper when an elite quarterback bull said him himself bull took. Deshaun Watson higher than the receivers because he believes Deshaun Watson will get there. Thus, if I take what my man Bull says and extrapolate that and have the trickle down theory, that means the wide receivers will be a better group wow, as well. Now, Elijah Moore, you got you got all the pieces and parts. You got a big receiver in Tillman, you got a guy underneath in Elijah Moore. Guess what? We are now looking competent and we just hmm. talked about it. I mean, if they get the Andre Hopkins, this looks like another great pick for myself. So wide receivers is a no-brainer.
0: Yeah. Um and, and it can't be refuted. This was an unfair exercise to some degree. you <laughs> oh, stop. The, well, you're in part of this, I got him. There's the a him line seven. I mean, there's <laughs> only seven decent units on this team. So but I did so well with my first two picks that it might overcome it. But Jason, you're up. No, he's no, no. 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 G Bush, G Bush oh,
3: gets to go again. And to oh, there's only everybody, six. So
0: it's not unfair. There is so, only so, six good ones. So, so, so you're right.
3: To remind the people out there, here are the positions. So we got groups left? We to got D tackle. D tackles. Linebacker, linebackers. Coaches.
0: And secondary. And special teams. Spe- se- uh, which Bull added to this because he wanted yeah. a choice Maybe. of last pick. So you G Bush. Should have a choice. Shouldn't get stuck.
3: With the first right. pick in the last
0: round, G Bush. You Coaches, going? linebackers.
1: Linebackers looking good, I think. Listen, I'm going. I'm going <laughs> to stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Like uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in. A, I'm gonna go in a place that people didn't think. Yeah. Ooh. I'm gonna switch it up and go coaching. Ooh. I tell you what. Look, I, I love the fact. Hey, what was G. Bush saying all year? Mm. Hey, it was Joe Woods. Joe Woods. I've been on. a have been on a, on a, a, a grind to get him up out of here since 2019. He up out of here. Now you get a competent guy in Jim Schwartz who who is the father in developing some of those defensive linemen that we talked about. So if I'm going to pick the defensive line and I got defensive ends, I want to have the coach to get them them in a position where they can get that. Jim Schwartz is that. Bubba (coughs) Ventrone is well-respected around the league as one of the best special teams coaches. Now, the, the Brown special teams, guess what? They were so bad, they cost them games multiple times. Running into the kicker. We all can't, uh, can't uh, you know, uh, recover on kicks. Guess what? We happen to have a guy that right now that has played here before. Is not going to take no games, and it's going to be a dude that's going to be ready to go special teams wise. And Coach Stefanski. Now, I've been a Coach Stefanski all the time, but here's my thing. I like what he did in going to the seminar. And my man Jason Lloyd says, Jason Lloyd says that Coach Stefanski is a guy that's moldable. He's a guy that is a player's coach and they'll run whatever necessary it takes to get Deshaun Watson your guy who you picked
0: ready to go. So if I take
1: that in his word for it, it's no brain. I'm gonna go with the coaching staff.
0: All right, Jason D tackle linebacker or special teams. Well, this is easy. Uh,
2: last we saw the defensive tackles. They were pretty atrocious, but I have faith that they have sufficiently upgraded Dalvin Tomlinson, of course, in the middle. Uh, Siaki Ika is just a massive human being. He'll be on the field. Uh, I, I'm a little concerned still, just because <laughs> Jordan we Elliott. saw Jordan Elliott, Parion Winfrey still on this team. Do I get to cut him if I take the defensive tackles? Uh, uh, yes, all you gas, no break. Yeah, yeah, Can we right. find the break and throw him off the bus? T- Togi, I still hanging out. Togi, I will not be on this team. <laughs> that, that's that's for sure. Yeah. Especially if if it's my defensive tackle he's gone. <laughs> uh, you have to believe that Jim Schwartz is going to get the best out of this unit and uh, Tomlinson at least has a record of success in Minnesota and I Listen, we're in the third round. It is what it is. I'll take the defensive tackle. I was hoping you would leave the coaches for me. You did not. I'd much rather have the coaches. I'm going to trade, but I'll take the defensive tackles and I'll count on Jim Schwartz to coach them
1: up. We literally right. left nothing on the carving station. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go special teams
0: here. Lineback, the linebackers are trash. Oh, I'm surprised you went that well. Yeah, boy. Right. Who could have seen that come? Let me explain something to you. Jason's entire roster. He has only two players that have been good for more than one year on the Browns. That's it. Nick Chubb, Denzel Ward. That's the list. Okay? In all three of his positions. Gene Bush took the coaches, including Bubba Ventrone. Because Bubba Ventrone is an elite special teams coach. The Browns already had a really good young kicker. Yeah, he missed some some kicks last year. Okay. But he hit some really long ones, including a game winner. This guy's going to be a top five kicker in the league this year. Punter? Solid. They've got... They've got. <laughs> they've, got doing, they've got. They improved returns big time in the last year, right? You got all these guys, all these young players that are doing it in returns, and they have specifically signed three special teams guys, which is something they've never done in the past. I think the Browns are going to go from below average in special teams, which they've been in recent years, outside of their kicker, who's I'd say above average last year, to this year. I think the Browns are going to be an elite. Special teams unit in all phases. This is complete domination, folks. We've got the quarterback, who's been one of the best in the league. Offensive lineman. Offense, the offensive line has four guys that have been pro bowlers. I think, maybe three. Uh, and special teams led by Coach Ray Ventron. Uh, G. Bush, he's picking the coaches. The head coach could get fired by week five. How much can I trust that? Uh, So, I obviously have the best team. So, we will
3: run through the teams real quick. We just launched a poll. Uh, Steve, give me tag board full here for Team Bull. Offensive line, quarterbacks, and special teams for Bull. Let me see Jason's team. Jason took running backs, defensive backs, and D-tackles. And G-Bush took the defensive ends, pass catchers, and coaches. While we let the poll calculate some votes, me and Earl had this debate early this morning. Earl had the coaches as his number one overall pick this Jeez, morning. I'm going to let Earl wow. come in and defend Earl the decision. Earl, what the dude? At number I one. Like... Earl, the mic is yours. You think
5: Donovan Mitchell's coaching the <laughs> offense? <laughs> so, so,
4: okay,
5: okay listen. When, when we when we create content, right, I don't think y'all all the way understood the assignment. This is an entire position group. It's deeper than Kevin Stefanski, Bubba Ventro, Alex Van Pelt, and Jim, and Jim Schwartz. I'm looking, I'm looking at Callahan. I'm looking at uh, Stump Mitchell, who I know has a huge impact on his coaching staff. I'm looking at Van Pelt going back to being the quarterback coach where he truly made his way in the NFL when he was there with Aaron Rodgers. So all things considered, and plus we all know football is the one sport where coaching matters the most. So let me get this strong coaching staff and totality first, then I'll build out the rest of my team. If, if the coaching staff is so strong, how come they've had two losing seasons in a row? thing you in circumstances. I don't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now,
3: your what was, the, what was the Chris Broussard report on uh, Kawhi Leonard when he was going through? And he's like, Kawhi Leonard is definitely going to be a Laker. Yeah. There were circumstantial changes to make that yeah, report yeah. on action.
0: Now, in your defense Earl, you could say, well, they didn't have Jim Schwartz and they didn't have Bubba Ventrone. And I do like the coaching staff. But ultimately, in the coaching staff room, the, the head coach is the most important part. And I've defended coach Kevin Stefanski. I know Jason has a lot. We've been two of the, the few defenders of him Period in Cleveland, and I didn't take him in the first round. But come <laughs> on, second. he didn't take I mean, him in the <laughs> first and at, second at round. This, at this point, comparatively, like if you compare the Browns' coaching staff, the 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 starting guy, the head guy, means the most. Like yeah, it, but the rest of the coaches matter too. They like, matter, of course. Like they matter. If Miles Garrett, right? You can't. If my let's say Miles Garrett was not very good. Let's say he was he was the Browns' number one defensive end, and he was a mediocre player. But the Browns had defensive ends five through eight. They had they had they had eight mediocre guys. are
3: talking about the wide receivers.
0: Well, I think they're a little better than that. But let's yeah. say you had eight mediocre guys. Well, you could say, wow, we're deeper than this other team, right?
5: But you, let's impact. put it this way
0: who's got a deeper wide receiving core? The Browns or the Bengals?
5: Deep. The Browns team. do. The Browns. Bengals have a much better wide receiver core, though. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: it. It's the top guys that matter. It's the top guys that matter. And a coach. The head coach matters more than any. I mean, stump Mitchell. I mean, is he any better than any other? Okay, put it to you this coach? way, Come though,
5: boy. <laughs> put it to you this way. Yeah. Wyatt Teller was mediocre before he got to Cleveland and Callahan became his offensive Well, you of guys line
0: just spent the killing killing my guy, Jedrick Wills, and Bill Callahan's so perfect. Why doesn't he get him better? And why'd you take him in the first round, then? <laughs> That's one guy out of five. I only need him to be average. Better to have an average guy be your worst guy then then have four great guys in a total scrub now
1: conklin conklin
0: we thought conklin, he was still play. he's win. hurt he's been hurt but you're
1: you gonna good? say hey dewan jones you could he gonna take one of these spots so i got him as a backup. Look, see but i, mean, I, I, I
0: would have said uh, i don't know if he's gonna eat his way out of the league but <laughs> you know we'll see all right we got the poll I'm results for, lunch there, DeJuan. for
3: the record <laughs> i had dns as my number one overall pick too so i was in line with g Man. i was very not in line with the rest of you guys on everything else which i think is the fun part of this exercise yeah. there was a top six or seven You could finagle an order spot or two, the bottom two or the clear bottom two. But it shows us that the Browns are pretty deep. You could really make a good argument that a bunch of different spots could be in the top two or three. Uh, Our results today are brought to us by the USFL, by the way. Boogie Roberts will join us here in a little bit remote. They lost again yesterday. They have fallen to 2-5, and but Boogie is killing Mm. it in his own rights. Check him out, USFL.com. Tickets for $10. A lot of fun for the entire family. And with 233 votes the winner of the Browns positional group draft, we already know who it is. It's the people's champ. are <laughs> embarrassing themselves. With 59%, Bull, you came in second with 25 and Jason has fallen into the – Bottom, uh, the, I mean, the seller of the fans' popularity. Let's be honest, our
0: fans don't know what the F they're talking about.
1: Thank you. I, I you know, you guys are lost
0: in the soup, these people. And
1: you know, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. We see you, man. You know, mm-hmm. we, we in the building, the belt. I don't need see Tybus and the rest of these guys, they pick the belt up all happy and excited, they be winning once or twice. But when you a perpetual winner, when you an intercontinental champion, the people's champion, the World Wrestling Federation champion, and the WCW Nitro, uh, aka slash ECW champion, G. Bush is here. We are here. We
2: appreciate right. you. I don't want to hear anyone in the chat, bitch, about Nick Chubb's carries. <laughs> <day>. None <laughs> of y'all. None of y'all, bitch, <laughs> about Nick <laughs> Chubb's carries. About you the ball you put the cable on first. You put the Jason put the cape first. I K-board. took it first. I and, took and it and first. first.
1: It, it just, I had the best team, it, you know. it's
2: Running Nick,
0: backs, defensive backs. Nick Chubb could carry the ball twenty-eight times a game. <laughs> it's and, not enough. And you'd have J and G out here. He should have thirty. He should have thirty. <laughs> Why didn't have thirty-two? Hey, last hundred percent. That was last yeah. year. Yeah. They, they, last year they should have been. They should have ran his tongue ragged. This year, not so much. I don't know. Right. Nick Chubb has 43 carries in a game, but on the last play, they don't give it to him. Why did he give him the
1: 44th? He could have got 2,000 yards last year. He you should know number could've. one.
0: Number two is not good enough. He could have got
1: 2,000 yards last year.
3: <laughs> last thing before we pivot yeah. to a little Gary's talk. Did you guys like the draft format? Did you guys enjoy yeah, that? Because that if we do like it, we'll start doing some more draft stuff to oh, take a, a regular topic and spice it up a little bit. So
0: I think we got to have an even amount of rounds, though. Fair. So,
3: like, maybe a four-round?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Let's it's go got okay. to be an even amount of rounds. We are
3: second. a learning process and amoeba all here right. at the UCSS production team. So, well, good point, well taken, and uh, you came in second anyway. So There you go. Thanks, to everybody, for See voting.
0: We, I, I'm just busting you balls. Uh, so, there you go. Good for you, G. Bush. Congratulations. <laughs> in all, and, and all my successes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little Guardians because they uh, yeah. had a hell of a weekend, guys. All so, right.
0: Mike sends this uh, text when he sends us, you know, what we're going to talk about, all his sub subjects here. He's like, are we buying in that the Guardians have turned it around? I mean, it's four freaking games. Now, they had some nice wins over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Jose coming through with the big hit on Sunday to walk that one off. Yeah. Logan Allen did a great job. And the Guardians had an inning yesterday when they took it from one to five, I think it was, where it was like one of those innings they had consistently last year where they were running the bases and getting a bunch of singles here. And it was good to see it. And it was, and, and these, these uh, games – I've been against, you know, a Cardinal team that has, that their record's not great, but they got off, they're got they playing much better now, and Baltimore's got the second-best record in all of baseball. So it's some nice wins here. They did a good job, but still not scoring a lot of runs. Right. I, I, I got to see them play well over a longer stretch before I'm ready to declare them, you know, back.
2: Yeah, the fear was going into this holiday weekend series, if they dropped two or three to St. Louis and two or three to Baltimore, they could really be buried. That didn't happen. They took two or three from the Cardinals yeah. on a on a big win Sunday that kind of felt like they huge. really needed that. Yeah. And then to come back yesterday, I saw Zach Meisel tweet yesterday was the first time since opening day. The Guardians won a game by more than three runs, like just an easy day, stress free day for the bullpen. Yeah. It wasn't a nail biter. Isn't that amazing? It's incredible. Logan Allen was Wild stat. fantastic. Fantastic. It, it is, is right is there. The tweet. Yeah. Uh, Allen was terrific and just continues to improve as one of the young pitchers. Pitching is not the problem with this team though. We have to see them hit and I think Will Brandon had a couple of hits yesterday finally three. starting to yeah. put things together for him. But yeah, we need to see more of it. And I know I've been saying all along June 1st is sort of when you sort of know who you are and that's still true and we know who they are. They're a team that's going to struggle to score runs. Yeah, they're gonna have to scrap for everything that they get and they're gonna have to rely on terrific pitching. And if they give up three or more runs in a game,
1: they're gonna have a hard time winning that. Yeah. day. you got two guys coming back. <clears throat> um, you, um, McKenzie Savali. and Savali. Logan Allen just, I mean, he he's striking the rotation. rotation. Yeah. So, so who's, who's, because ch- they still got the young dudes, Bybee, you got Allen,
0: which guy is moved out of rotation I mean, when you get these two dudes back? If they're all back, the rotation is definitely Bieber, Allen, Bybee, and McKenzie. And then the fifth spot's either Quantrill or Savali. One of those guys goes to the pen if they're healthy. I'm not sending Logan Allen down. I mean, he's pitching better than those guys.
2: Yeah, maybe you come up with a phantom hamstring or something to buy yourself a couple of weeks. Yeah, put someone on DL. I don't know. that I mean, Quantrill hasn't been great, um, but I, I I don't know. It's a good problem to have. I, I don't. Yeah. I, there is no clear cut solution right now. I think by July, a lot of this will sort itself out. Uh, it's
0: possible they go to a six man rotation for a short term. Yeah, you know, for a couple of weeks till and you know. Because you figure somebody else gets hurt or whatever. They could do that, but there's no way you're taking Bybee and no way you're taking Allen out of the rotation.
2: I wouldn't think so. Certainly not Bybee. No he's chance. Been, by he's me. been fantastic. Yeah, yeah.
0: But after the way Allen pitched yesterday, that's his best start. Yeah, I don't know
1: how you turn around and tell that guy now No, that'd be you're
2: ridiculous. going to Columbus. That'd I,
0: be I ridiculous. Did,
1: I, yeah. does, it, does it bother you that they're five games under 500? Or, or it just seems like when teams are under 500, you naturally have this propensity to
0: be like, you're not a real contender. Well, they don't feel like a real contender, but the reality is there's only two teams that are out of it in baseball. Kansas City and Oakland. Every, the Cubs have the worst record in the National League, and they're only like four games out of a playoff spot. The Guardians are, have the fourth worst record in the American League, and they're only, what, four or five games out of a playoff uh, – three, three and, and a half. half out of a playoff spot. The White Sox have the third worst record in baseball – and even they're not totally out of it at seven games. I'll, I'll say they're not Kansas City's out of it. Oakland's obviously out of it. <clears throat> Although they won a game yesterday. Miracle beat Atlanta yesterday. Yeah, that was a shocker. Uh, but so everybody's still in it. Even all these schlep dicka teams in the set in both sense, cent- <laughs> both central divisions are horrible. Yeah, horrible. Um, I mean, Minnesota. Look at that. I mean, the Tigers two are playing games two over two 500. Two over
1: five. That's crazy. They'd
0: be in last place in the AL East. Yeah.
2: We said the other day the gardens would be what was it 15 16 out if they were in the east. Yeah. I I'd, I'd be so mad if I was Tampa being stuck in that division Man. with Baltimore's all other got the teams. second
0: best record of baseball. They're in second place. It's <sighs>
1: crazy.
2: But Tampa just doesn't spend like the even Baltimore has spent big at times, not re- right now but not yeah.
0: not recently Baltimore's heck of a story. I mean, they do not yeah. a lot of big sexy names on that team, but they're playing great. And they got they're a terrific really good. farm system too. And they got good and their best pitching prospect Grayson Rodriguez been a disaster. Yeah. They just sent him back down.
1: Yeah, I, you know,
0: the Guardians
1: I think we know at this point what they are offensively. And even, you know, Tito said something. I, I think it was after he lost the loss to the uh Cardinals. He said, "Hey, look, if I would if yelling worked, I would be yelling at guys all the time like like to see if they, it would work, but it's not. You just have to go up there, and we got to get here early, stay late, yeah. and figure it out. I, I think even he, at this point, is even resigned to the fact that they are who they are offensively, and that's, yeah. that's not going to change much.
0: Well, the reality is that we – and I, I blame myself, uh, and I'll blame Jason, too, because we are diehard baseball guys. We should have known the lineup wouldn't be – like, we – we got caught up in last year; like everything went perfect for the offense, and this year it's not. And we should have expected that. Um, again, Miles Straw is not a major league. He can't. He's not an everyday player. They're not getting everyday production at a right field. They're getting no production at a catcher. Uh, congratulations to Cam Gallagher. Who got two hits in a game. Big mm-hmm. stunner there. He's not a major league player. Whee! Miles My Straw awful. Oh, Straw, listen, awful. F- and he had half them ten R- RBIs. In and, and, the first and I'm sick week. of hearing about his glove. His glove's great. It's fantastic. You can't play a guy every day when your lineup stinks. If Miles Straw were in, were on Toronto, Two- then yeah, three. I could play him every day because I got eight good hitters. But the, but the Guardians have like four good hitters, and some of those guys aren't even hitting. Josh Bell's been a bust. Zunino's been a bust. This, this. This patchwork, cheap guys that they signed a free agent, it's not working the last few years. And, yeah, the Guardians could still end up winning the division because the division is horrible, and they could find a way with their pitching. But it's its not going away here. Like, you, Josh Naylor can't hit lefties. You'd get no production at a catcher, no production at a center, nothing at a right field. Uh, every Every player on this team has an OPS under 800, except for Jose Ramirez, I believe who's like right at 800, most of these guys are under 700, which stinks. That's tough. There's no extra base production. They're not getting on base like they did last year, and the bullpen hasn't been as good. They've got to make some moves or they're not a legit contender.
3: I agree, and we'll toss back right to this conversation in one second, but we've officially crossed the noon hour of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, and it's a great time to remind everybody that the lunch hour of UCSS is sponsored by college Company's Championship. You can check them out. At the famous Firestone Country Club, July 12th through the 16th, Fan- fun, family-friendly events for everyone, including live concerts every single night. You can learn more at colleaguegolf.com. In hindsight, boy, you just mentioned what I, I want to ask about. Yeah. You said you and Jason in particular should have seen some of these offensive struggles coming. Yeah. In hindsight, I looking back in to... Jason there with me. Two months ago, really. Yeah. What about this do you think you overlooked andor or missed when looking at this roster top to bottom?
0: I think even though I was saying, well, all these young guys played well last year, there's gonna be, there's probably going to be some regression, I, I, I kind of ignored it. I also ignored the fact that, yeah, Josh Bell and Mike Zanino, I thought, and Josh Bell is still better than what they had, but not much. And I thought Zanino could still really be effective. I should have known it coming off that massive injury last year. That he was useless. And then, you know, what I could, I don't think what anybody saw coming is that Jimenez has been absolutely awful. Yeah. I, did, did, was he's that been, a, been horrible. Was that a, a, a I don't want to go to a, a Mirage, Mirage, I think but, he'll be fine along. And, and Rosario's been awful. Yeah. But Jimenez especially, Jason, I mean, you, he's been you, hideous. He was counting on his his big power.
2: The, the people that they invested the most in have let him down. And that's, you know, we talked about it last week. Jimenez, Josh Bell, and Zanino got the big money contracts. I mean, Zanino's $6 million, but for this organization, that's a big-money contract. Yeah, How much different does this lineup look if those three guys are hitting? It covers the mile straw. It covers the mm-hmm. problems in right field. quan right. hasn't been terrible. He's fine. Jose's been fine. He's not off to a historic no. pace like he was last year, but he's certainly not the problem with this team. Rosario is terrible every April and into May. Like, But it's those three guys. It's the investment that they made in Josh Bell, the long-term contract they gave Jimenez, and the one-year kind of see what you got left deal with Zanino those are the three spots for me that have really dragged this thing down if they're getting the production that the money should warrant
0: things would look a lot different we'd feel a lot differently about this team I just don't know I don't know how much we should have expected from Mike Zanino well I mean coming off a massive injury he's old right but
2: I'm just saying like we keep talking about all the young guys all the young guys all the young guys guys aren't what's killing them I mean Jimenez half the young guys I played last year aren't even here when we throw out that seven, that number of
0: seventeen guys making their debut, half of them aren't even here with the organization. Nobody's really hitting. Jose's been fine, right? But not great. Right. has been fine, right? But not great. Naylor's been okay against righties. He's been pretty good. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, nobody else is hitting at all.
1: Yeah, I, I know. I, I think it hurts specifically the Guardians when you look at the way they try to go about getting you know the middle middle of the road guys that are going to hit maybe guys that are, you know, a little undervalued that he can get for a nice solid price. For, like you said six millions a lot. It kind of reminds me of what they did with like born and Swisher, right? They went out and got disaster. The, we, we went out and got those two good dudes mm-hmm. and those were the big splashes. And I don't think because the rest of your the way the rest of your roster is constructed of, of younger players or players you're trying to develop and give an opportunity to you're trying to do this all on the run. You're trying to stay competitive. You want to get some, you got to get some veterans. If you miss on just one of those dudes, it
0: it kills you. They can't afford it because their payroll is low. And if the Guardians decide they want to be serious about trying to win, they've got to spend more money. They haven't been serious enough. I haven't been critical enough. I've criticized the payroll at times, but not enough. And it's really hurting them now because they've, they wasted money on Bell. They wasted money on Zanino. In my opinion, they wasted money on, on Miles Straw. Um, and it, when, when you're relying on so many guys that have no power, that are relying on guys getting on base and stealing bases and being great base runners, if everything else is not perfect, you can't win. And right now, the bullpen's not good enough. Uh, you, you look at this team and you say, well, who's been better than you would have expected? The only two guys are. Bybee and and Allen because we didn't have any
2: didn't have any expectations. For but them. if
0: I say who's been worse than you expected, I can give you ten guys, I never maybe th- more. I
2: never thought Bybee and Allen would be here That's as quickly cool. as they were right. in, in March and been yeah. really February, good. February, we never
0: would have thought but, that they'd but be here. besides those two, all right, uh, Bieber's been disappointing mm-hmm. again. He's been okay, but he hasn't pitched on a Cy young guy. Quantrell's been not been bad. Police Act disaster. McKenzie's been hurt, so the rest of the rotation. Has anybody in the pen? Everybody in the pen's been at least a little worse than you would have thought. Yeah. In some cases, a lot worse yeah. than you would have thought. In the lineup, Quan's been uh, has been okay, but not, I thought he'd be better. We all thought you thought I could give you everybody in the lineup without exception. I thought would be better than they've been this year, except for maybe Naylor. Naylor's probably about where I thought he'd be. Everybody else, Ramirez and Quan, just a little below where I thought they'd be everybody else is right.
1: Right, is, fiel- right you know, field is a revolving door. Uh, and then Arias hasn't They, I felt like they thought Arias was going to come up and grab a position and be like, okay, we just got to play him. He hasn't really grabbed the position because there's still he
0: hasn't really had much of a chance until recently. It, I, now look, it, uh, you said the other day, Jason, that you'd like move on from Rosario. That's what play, I was going to get Arias or Freeman or whoever every yeah. day. I mean, I think it's time. I think it's time. It's two months. Rosario's gone at the end of the year. Why, why, why are we playing him every day? I mean, now? part of the problem. He
2: stinks in the field, too. And we've we've talked at length. We don't need to relitigate the fact that they haven't been able to make any big trades. But yeah. because of that and because of the 40-man roster in the situation it is, you now have top prospects holding utility roles, which hardly ever happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And they felt in spring, I talked to Tito and Chris both about this, and they felt like they could find enough at-bats for these guys to keep them sharp and keep them fresh. That hasn't happened. With nope. Ty- certainly with Tyler Freeman, that hasn't happened. Uh, they've made more of a point to try and get Arias in the lineup a little bit more often, but it's difficult, and it's all it all traces back to the inability to swing a big trade and the clog that right. it, that it you now That's have. That's a failure.
0: That's a major failure on their part because you, been able to you do should
2: that. have. Who was the guy? Mike Freeman a couple of years ago. That should be your your, your yes. utility guy. Like, Guys who don't have to play every day. You can come in and pinch run. Right. Be a defensive replacement late. But yeah. you're not trying to develop, and and you're right. not you know you wonder if it's stunting the development of some of these guys I, I
0: would think absolutely it because is
2: because they don't have the opportunity
0: to play every day yeah i mean we need to see you know if you're not going to make like they they put themselves in a situation where they have this glut of talent yeah. young players most of them are not panning out when they've gotten their you know but they're not getting a consistent opportunity like they keep seeming to change their mind on who should get the opportunity right now Freeman and then they're just trying to find somebody who can put the bat on the ball and nobody can put the bat on the ball. They need proven hitters in the lineup and it can't always be guys at the back end that you hope to get one more year out of Josh Bell or one more year out of Mike Zanino, you know, they got to stop doing that and they I think they have to make a significant (laughs) trade here to me Um, and I still but they got to make a significant trade to get a proven veteran hitter and now it's not easy
1: at what position
0: but it might and it well, what a left field, first base, DH, center field, right I don't care, field. catcher. I mean, any anything. Yeah, it,
1: yeah. If you had, if you had, even if you had a, a DH that was just, just a thumper. He struck out a bunch of times, but yeah. he's gonna give you thirty-five home runs.
0: I don't want to see. I don't want <clears throat> to see any more of these trades where we're trading veterans for minor leaguers. They have enough minor freaking leaguers. Let's go get it, but it won't be easy because, you know, who are you trading for. I mean it is tricky to be fair right. to them <laughs> right? because the only teams that are out of it like Detroit well you're not training, you're not going to go trade for Javi Baez and his bad contract. Right. Baseball like, the Tigers only have veterans who are not that good and young players who they're not going to trade. Kansas City like who are you trading for in Kansas City? Like baseball trades is impossible. Like if you say we need to go get a
1: bat and somebody says who? Like you didn't have to go through the gymnastics of being like, let me see if that person is available. What is this contract? How much money have? that? Why would they trade him and move him? Yeah, like it's just tough to like, tra- but, it's just but tough. There to are guys
0: like you gotta be. It's not a, a dump trade like you'd make with Kansas City and Detroit. There are some teams out there that have two good catchers like see what they want for one. Like Tampa I'm sure to has got a couple.
3: What's that Tampa Bay? I'm not Tampa Bay Toronto. Excuse me.
0: Yeah, As neither one's having catchers. a particularly good
2: season but, right now. But I mean, catcher, it's going to be Bo Naylor. Like, there's no point in going out and acquiring a catcher at this oh, point. Okay, then bring him up then. I agree. I mean, come on already. What the hell are they doing here? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a matter of not wanting to admit a $6 million mistake. Yes, oh, a my payroll God. They, I mean, it's, just it. it's just ridiculous.
0: It's just ridiculous. Jason,
3: can I ask a question? And this this might be the dumbest question I've ever asked on the show, and I'm, but I honestly don't know the answer. Is a $6 million mistake in the grand scheme of the Guardians' financials really that big of a deal?
0: <laughs> it's not and it's stupid that they would be worried the about the
2: fact that. that it's one year helps like I actually I think the, the bell contract could really become a problem if he doesn't oh, yeah. turn it around. That's a massive. He's not going to opt out. Not at the rate he's no. going. Now you're Smiley. on the hook for another 16 and a half next year. Yeah, but every dollar is accounted for on this on this payroll yeah, they're cheap and 6 million. I mean, what's their total payroll? 90, I don't know the exact number, 90? but it's near the I'll bottom look it up of the
1: right league, eighty-five, set. ninety. Uh, I, so I thought it was like seventy-five, eighty. Nah, I went up a little bit this year. Six but.
2: million is—it's not. Listen, it's—it doesn't sink the franchise if they DFA them no. and move on, which is what I think they should do. Yeah. But it's just a matter of it's—it's it's <laughs> difficult for them to to have misses even of that. Yeah. What's magnitude. the pay? What is it?
3: They have the twenty-fifth highest or i guess sixth lowest payroll at 89 million 89.4 million
2: yeah right around 90 i never
1: i never sense. i never understood when you say
0: designated for assignment what does that mean you, that means you, you got have cut. a week not necessarily when your player is designated for assignment the team he comes off the 26 man roster the active 26 man roster and then it comes off the 40 man uh not immediately i don't think does he come off the 40 that's how you make room yeah that's how you make room right you're right he comes off the, and the act. He comes off the active of 26 and the 40, man. You're correct. And then you have a week to either send them down to the minors. Potentially, he would, if it's a veteran, you have to accept it. Cut him outright or trade him.
2: You have, yeah, you, I think it's 10 days to trade him or yeah. put him on waivers. If no one claims him, then you can put him to the, you can send him to the minors, but he's available for other teams to claim at that point. Okay. Right. A- and,
0: uh, yeah, it happens with veteran players. The Cubs just did it with Eric Cosmer. Yeah. The Yankees just did it with Aaron Hicks. But it gives you some time to trade a guy when he's off your roster, right. essentially. Okay. and get It creates a him. roster
2: spot for you immediately and buys yeah. you a little bit of time to time figure to out what him. to do with him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which is
2: uh, which is the route this is going to wind up. At some point, Mike Zinino is going to be DFA. Yeah.
0: Obviously, nobody's going to claim him. Nobody's going to trade for him. Right. You right. know, I
3: just can't believe in the grand scheme of how much money baseball players make. And we yeah. talk about Shohei Otani maybe getting The Guardians 50... are cheap, Mike. Uh, no, no I get, I get that. I, I understand they're cheap, and historically they've been cheap. But, yeah. like – a $6 million mistake in the grand scheme of things doesn't, to me, seem like something that they'd be so yeah. scared to admit they made a mistake on. It's not like the Josh Bell I'm online with Jason 100%. He's going to opt yeah. in, and that's going to be, what's he, 17, 18 million next year?
2: Yeah, yeah it's like it's a total of good. 32, I, 33 between the two years. Yeah,
0: that's By the not way, good.
3: But 6000000 million doesn't yeah, seem like a, a mistake I, they can't they And the can't
0: money's admit. already sunk, so what's the difference? Like, just play the young guy. I think fans would rather bow Nail or play, and the Guardians yes. admit they they blew, the, they oh, blew it to me sure. By the way, like to me, the Cardinals and the and the Guardians have made an, a few trades with the Cardinals in recent years. Um, they're a perfect trade partner. The Cardinals have like five or six good outfielders. They have Dylan Carlson. They have Tyler O'Neill. They have Lars Newtbar. They have Alec Burleson. They have what's his name? The kid they that started the season, Jordan Walker, I think is his name. Kid who was a big prospect. Started the season. Jordan with Walker. Majors, Jordan Walker. That's Tyler five O'Neal. guys. I mentioned Tyler O'Neill. Um, Juan Yepes. They got a, tons of outfielders. They, they can't get enough playing time for their outfielders. I think I'm forgetting somebody too. Maybe maybe the Guardians can hire someone from
2: St. Louis because they also had Dallas Garcia and, and Randy Rosarina and gave both of them away.
0: That's right. So they're doing something right. I, in, can we, St. We, can Louis. we make a trade? Like go trade for Tyler O'Neill. The Cardinals will trade him. Hey McNuggets, man. Let's go man. Tyler O'Neill. Let's go. Go get him. And I'm he's
3: a, a two-time Gold Glover, so don't you won't have to hear about the Tyler O'Neill plays play center style. field. Yeah. What's I'm a, g-
1: I'm gonna give y'all credit. Bull just named, like, 10 dudes. <laughs> he named, like, 10 outfielders for, like, like the St. Louis Cardinals. Bro, first of all, that's a National League team. Obviously, you do watch the Cubs, yeah. so that that helps a little bit. I right? Watching not it much later. Like, yeah. but, <laughs> but the fact that, come on, that I, I'll give you credit, bro. That, like, that is very impressive. I wouldn't have not known if them dudes was car mechanics yeah. or, or like, the car head of... Car mechanic or Cardinal. Or, or Cardinal. I would yeah, not know. You. That's crazy. But, like, crazy.
0: that's it. I want... The Cardinals are a perfect team. They need pitching. The ben. Guardians have a lot of pitching. <sighs> Guardians need outfielders. Cardinals just... have t- I mean, it's a perfect trade partner. Yeah, and you could get a guy who's proven. Now they're not perfect players. Tyler O'Neill's not a perfect player. He's a flawed player. So is Dylan Carlson, but they're up. They're big upgrades and what you could do. If you traded for a Tyler O'Neill, you put him in center field every day. And then you have Miles straw platoon with Will Brennan in right field. You have Miles Straw play against lefties. And you're going to get fun. I mean, think about think about how good your outfield would be with Tyler O'Neal and Miles Straw and occasionally with Quan And listen, I I and, and maybe they won't do that because they paid all this money to, to Straw, which was a mistake, in my opinion. Whatever. Uh, you, can't, you can't decide you're going to be a team with a, a light lineup and then go with a guy in Straw every day who can't hit. He cannot hit. Final yeah, thoughts
3: it. before we move on, Jason, or did you get all your guardian thoughts out?
1: Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I think we covered it. Hey man, listen, you know, chat was like bull is on it. Shout out to Harrison Gwen. We got a we got a super chat too. We
3: do, and I was gonna read that here from B Dog uh B D B Dog twenty one, excuse me. He said that Deshaun Watson is on from game one, that threat will open it up for Chubb against the lighter box up front. This is the year he can win the rushing Balls. title. Imagine mm. 2020 mm. Watson with Chubb in this
1: O-line. Sheesh. Mm-hmm.
3: Look at Bull smirking.
1: I like that. The, you, <laughs> because Bull's you, a child. You are this sharp. This is true.
0: Chubb oh, is... I, I, I get yeah, it. But I, yeah. you guys are too, or you, or you wouldn't appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, he said, I'm like, okay. Or maybe you don't. I don't yeah, know. All right, let's today. switch gears, Mike. What are we talking about now? Give me We do.